momentarily we'll be in Luke chapter 2 and begin reading from verse 8. Advent, the coming of, the expectation, the waiting for, the preparation of, the advent of, the coming of our Lord and King. Well, this is kind of a loaded question, okay? We'll be going to Luke chapter 2 in just a moment. But, but, but it is a loaded question, and, and it goes uh, a lot with, with uh, how, how we've sung this morning and how we have worshipped Him. And um, You know, I, I was thinking, uh, for some reason, I don't know, it would, it's just kind of not a very good illustration, but it is an illustration. I thought, you know what? It would be great if I had my old Atari game system. I mean, you know, that's that's back a few years. But but they they came out, I believe, with what is called the original joystick. And I just wanted to put that Atari joy stick right up here on on the uh, podium and then just kind of have that joystick. And and I, I, I guess the question is, is, is this how is your joy stick working. I'm not even sure that's appropriate to say, but how, how are you happy? Are, are, are you happy? Um, yeah, that is kind of a loaded question, isn't it? Um, you know, we, we say this, we say, happy birthday. And we say, uh, happy Easter. And then we, uh, Said it this last week, probably at least once. Happy Thanksgiving. And and then in in just a few days, we're going to say happy Christmas. I mean, no, we're going to say Merry Christmas, aren't we? And and then it will be happy new year. You know, there's there's songs that um, we've heard little little jingles. don't worry, be. You heard it. Uh, if you're happy and you know it, then your heart should surely show it. And then, and then we do the clapping and we jump, do the jumping. And I mean, you can do just anything about. It. But you know, we we do these. Um, Happy songs. Um, I, I remember meeting somebody uh, one time who uh, I, I apparently came from from a, a church that was really excited and uh, alive, and 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 they didn't tell me what church they they were part of, but they just told me that they were from the Happy Clappy Church. And I thought, well, that's that, that's interesting. Uh, I mean, you've heard the line if. If mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. You got it, Chris. Right? Oh. And there's just something. There's something about being happy. And, and I realize there, there is a distinction between happiness and joy. But joy does have an effect on our happiness. 
Proverbs chapter 15, verse 13 says, A happy heart makes the face cheerful. That's what the scripture says. James chapter 5, verse 13 says, Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. To the Lord. So, I mean, happiness is in, in the scripture and, and, and there are different words that are used for happy and, and joy. And we're not going to go into all that today. But but I want to ask you this morning. Are you happy? Does does your your life express it? That there is a happiness that is deep within the core of your being. Uh, Luke chapter 2, 8 through 20 is, is just really good stuff. And I want to read it this morning because it is good for us. Let's stand together for the reading of God's Word. Luke chapter 2, 8 through 20. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby. And they were keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ. The Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Now, if you really like the King James Version, swaddling cloths, okay? Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angels, and they were praising God, and they were saying, Glory to God in the highest! And on earth, peace to all men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and they had gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning this child and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured of all these things and pondered them in her heart and the shepherds returned. They were glorifying and they were praising God for all the things that they had heard and that they had seen and which were just as had been told to them. God keeps His Word. Amen. And He does it for us today. You may be seated. This, this morning, I, I would like to first of all look at the Scripture and, and see where the shepherds, they were at. Okay? Where, where the shepherds were at. 
And, 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 and as we think about where the shepherds were at, I, I need to ask the same question. Where are you at today? The, the shepherds, they were living out in the fields. It's very obvious that they were they were shepherds. But but if, if you get anything about shepherds then and and really good shepherds now, shepherds that don't have any fences, if, if you've been into any part of the world where they don't have fences, you find out that the shepherds literally do live with their sheep. They were with their sheep and they were living in the fields with their sheep. They were hanging out with sheep all the time. That was their occupation and that is what they did. Their lifestyle was a living out in the fields. Now, most of us don't live in the field. But we do live somewhere. And where we live, that somewhere sometimes has an incredible effect upon our lives. If if you know anything about sheep, they can really drive you crazy real quick. They were living in the fields with their sheep. They were responsible. They were watching over their flocks. And the scripture says, and they were they were tending their flocks Now, by night, it was their lifestyle, but it was also their livelihood. It was exactly where they were at. That's where they were at. But the scripture gives us an understanding this morning that they were invited to something. Where they were at. Where you are at, you can be invited to something and to someone. Where they were at was in the fields, but they were invited to something that would open their eyes to something they had never experienced before in all their lives. The the invitation comes to them, and as they receive the invitation, the Scripture tells us that... When they receive the invitation, they are terrified. Now, sometimes what happens when God shows up in our lives where we're at, it seems unimaginable. It sounds terrifying and it just scares the shoes off of our souls. Does that sound right? Well, I said it. It just scares you to death. Where you were at is where you are right now. But where God wants you to be may be somewhere different just tomorrow. And where God is saying for you to go and how He shows up and how He speaks to you, it may just really do something to you emotionally. God has a way of coming quietly. And sometimes God has a way of coming onto the scene in a way that just seems unimaginable and unbelievable. And the scripture says they were terrified. But the good news is that God also says with the terror or the fear that we feel feel or experience, do not be afraid. Because what I have to give to you and what I have to show to you, it is good news. It is for your good. And the invitation was this. 
It was an invitation to experience great joy. What, what does the scripture says here? Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. That is not only for you, but it is also for how many of the people? All of them. All of them. Invitation of great joy. It was an invitation, as the scripture says, to to meet the one who is called Messiah, the anointed one, the Christ, the one that they had been waiting for. See, Advent is about waiting for something, waiting for someone, an expectation. They had been waiting for a Messiah. They had been waiting for a savior. They had been waiting for an event And the event had taken place and they were invited to experience the event with the person himself, God in Christ, Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God with us. They were invited. And where he is. You are invited, you are admitted. Because where you are invited to. He is reachable. Because, as we already noted, the shepherds take care of sheep. And shepherds, if they're good shepherds, they don't run away from their sheep. Where the shepherds go, the shepherds need to take the sheep with them. If you ever have an opportunity to go to a country where... There are literally shepherds without fences and and they they tend their sheep. It's really fun to go into a community and to see that that there are shepherds there and there are sheep going down the streets, even the middle of great big cities. That's that's what good shepherds do. They they take their sheep with them. But but see, the great thing about this is that God says to them through the angel where where this Messiah, where this Jesus is, he is in a manger and sheep are allowed in the manger as well. You see, if it had been the, the inn, if it had been the holiday inn, they, they wouldn't have been able to take their sheep. And so the great joy for them was we we can go because we're in our field clothes and we we have sheep smells and 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 we don't look so great. And we got our sheep with us. But where 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 he is, he has invited us to go and it's acceptable for us to go where he is because he's in a manger. We're allowed there. And God says to us. The great joy is where I am. You may be also. Because where you are invited, he has made you acceptable through his grace to come. Thanks be to God. And they accepted the invitation. The, the Bible says that, that they they went, there was action, they 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 went immediately, they they hurried off. When God gives us an invitation, 
Do we have reservation? Evaluation? And wait, wait, and wait. Or do we hurry off to the invitation that he, he gives us? They discovered that faith is by hearing and faith is actually seeing that God keeps his word. And they, they discovered the joy. They experienced this joy that, that we're, we're, we're talking about, this, this fullness, this, this, this amazing exuberance that, that God is doing something within our lives that only He can do. They experienced the joy because verse 20 says, The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which was just as they had been told. Amen? Why, why did they have the joy? How, how, how did they experience the joy. Um, let, let me ask you this this morning. Have you met Jesus? If you have met Jesus and you know Jesus, we're, we're, not, we're not talking about religion. We're not, this, not, a, not, a, not a, just kind of a, a study of Christianity. Not just an acquaintance with the Bible and the Word and, and being a really good person and doing biblical things. I'm, I'm asking you this morning, do you know Jesus? Ha, ha, have, you, have you met Him? Because you see, He, he was there in, in, a, in a baby form. They, they entered into the manger and, and as they left, they were returning with joy. I, I, I get pretty excited about seeing a, a newborn baby. But they had just met Jesus. There once was a, a young boy who went to spend the week with his grandfather on the farm. And while walking around, he, he noticed the chickens. They were scratching and playing around and making lots of noise. The little lad said, they ain't got it. Next, he saw a colt in the field playing and kicking up its heels, to which he replied, he ain't got it. After examining all of the animals on his grandfather's farm and see that none of them had it, this boy finally found the old donkey in the barn. When he saw the donkey's long, frowny face and the way that the donkey just stood there, he called for grandfather to come. Quick, I found it, I found it. The boy kept yelling. When his grandfather asked what he had found, he said, Papa, I found an animal that has the same kind of religion that you got. Do we have that kind of life, that, that kind of long face, or, or is it alive? Have we got the joy? You see, 
they had heard about the joy from the angels, but they experienced the joy when they met Jesus. They had heard about it from the angels, but they experienced the joy when they met Jesus. We've had a, a lot of awesome and beautiful, amazing, beautiful babies born this year. Whitney and Willow and Rispin and Tinley and Jordan and Elise and just recently uh, another family associated with the church, Noah. And almost every one of these babies I've been able to be around when they're, they're newborn. And there is some some excitement and there's some happy faces and there's thrills amongst those families to, to be around those, those beautiful children at birth. But there's nothing like experiencing the birth of Jesus Christ when the birth has taken place in our hearts. Has the birth occurred in you? Is the birth of Jesus Christ real in your life? Or is it just religion? What we do. You see, almost every story that I read in the New Testament is when those who come to Christ know Him, they experience that which the Scripture says is joy. Joy. Acts chapter 16, verse 34 there was a jailer who had beaten Paul and Silas to a pulp. Paul and Silas that night were singing praises and songs to God. In the middle of that night, God blew the, the prison doors off of that prison. And that, that jailer w- wondered if all the prisoners were, were gone. And he was, he was preparing to kill himself because he thought, if those prisoners gone, my life is had. Paul cried out. He said, no, we're, we're all here. And momentarily, Paul and Silas began to share the message of Jesus Christ with that jailer and his family. And the Bible says that Acts chapter 16, 34, that, that all of his family, all of his household was saved. But the Bible says that the jailer, when he was saved, he was filled with joy. He had met the Jesus that Paul and Silas were singing about in the jail. There are many historical accounts and many stories of the candy cane. Some come from Europe and more recent from America. The origin of the idea is that the candy cane would help us remember the significance of Christmas and what it's really all about. The candy cane incorporates several symbols for the birth and the ministry and the death of Jesus Christ. The stick starts with a pure white hard candy. White to symbolize the the virgin birth and the sinless nature, the life of Jesus Christ. Hard candy to symbolize the solid rock 
the foundation of the church and the firmness of the promises of God that he always will keep his promises. Some say the candy maker made the candy in the form of a J to represent the name of Jesus or the idea of joy. It also represented with certainty the staff of the good shepherd who cares and lays down his life for the sheep. The candy maker then included red stripes. He used three small stripes and a large stripe originally to represent the suffering Christ who endured to the end of his life, crucified for our sin. Died for us, for all generations of all time. The candy became known as the candy cane. A decoration that we often see at the time of Advent and Christmas time. The meaning perhaps has faded or the meaning has never been shared. Or in more recent times, the meaning has even been rewritten. But the intent of giving the candy cane was to share the joy. To share the joy of what Christ means to me and to you. And perhaps this year you would share a candy cane with someone. And you would share the joy by sharing the story of the joy that Christ has put in your life. I want to sing this morning in closing, if possible, Brent. I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene. Because it talks about amazing love. My Savior's love. 224 in your hymnals. How marvelous. <laughs> That's about joy. How wonderful. That's the joy overwhelming. And my song shall ever be. How marvelous. How wonderful is my Savior's love for me. Do you have the joy this morning? Would you invite the joy of the Lord to come into your life? Just invite him to come in and he will. He'll be your best friend. He'll be your savior, your Lord and everything you'll ever need. Amen.